0: Disclaimer, this episode contains cursing, strong opinions, and feelings that may not be shared by the masses at large. If these things aren't in your cup of tea, feel free to change the podcast to a different one. We won't be offended. Thank you. Hey, ready to... Hello, hello. Episode? How are you I doing?
1: I am. I am. I, uh... I, I, we had, we had to live watch this one. I just can't, I can't sit here and write notes about my comments of outrage. I just can't.
0: All right. Yeah, guys. So, welcome to She Saved the World a Lot, a podcast about Buffy 90s pop culture and feminism and badass women are doing things a little bit differently today because, like Sarah said, yeah, we couldn't just talk about this episode. We have to watch it. And, Rants while we do, yeah.
1: Because I started ranting because, well, because I was ill prepared this week, and I was like, "Oh, I uh, didn't totally finish watching this episode," and or uh, was like angry within within ten minutes, and I remembered why I don't like this episode. This episode is called "Teacher's Pet," which, first of all, already I forgot starts off
0: with a bad note.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was called "Teacher's Pet." And as you know, a teacher, I have a very, uh, a very difficult time with that phrase. Um, right. For a lot. So of let's reasons.
0: start off with, yeah, this is um, season one, episode four. So it's super early in episode, and uh, we are recording this on the day news breaks so that a substitute teacher just got arrested for being completely fucking awful. Um, you know, so awesome. Um, Wait, I don't seriously? know if you, oh yeah. A, a subs- yeah. That's what I do. First thing, a substitute teacher in Georgia was arrested for being a complete fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer, we cuss a lot. If you're you not do. cool with that.
1: Yeah. You should not <sighs> listen if you don't want to hear the F word repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Especially, But also if
0: you so. have a problem with that, studies have shown that people who cuss, um, smart so hi welcome yeah, to us
1: exactly. um so we and honest, in, honest also. Yeah, yeah
0: which again hi welcome to us yeah um yeah and if you are just tuning in we're sarah and sarah which makes it really easy to tell us apart um and we're both scorpios which again makes it really easy to tell us apart so we're exactly. gonna watch episode we're gonna watch this episode uh while we go through it mm-hmm. so that we can just rant. Uh, we will have a bonus episode where we break down um, additional things about this and connect it to, again, the larger picture um, after.
1: I don't but know if I should this watch is... the news before that because I don't. I mean, feel free to.
0: I'm going to need to recharge my batteries because, you know, less life yeah. and technology as we live. Yep. Um, but there will be an additional one after this. But this one is just going to be us going through. So you ready to kick this off? Yep. And Absolutely. to every generation, exactly. yep, there is a Slayer. Let's go.
1: All right.
0: She alone will stand against the demons, exactly. The forces of darkness. I. I actually really like this the opening. Yeah.
1: Same.
0: But oh my god, this like opening scene.
1: Oh yeah, we. She, she has super crazy. big hair. She has super she big does. hair. Um which is your first clue that it, something is like kind of a miss, right? We open on like Buffy fighting a vampire, but she's looking super like uh, weak and and girly and uh extra made up. and
0: right. Then- and your first clue that this is not this is a dream sequence is when Xander is able to forcibly remove the vampire from Buffy and, yeah. like, toss him across the room. And then she's all like, oh, my God, Xander, you're so... Fuck me sideways. Like, seriously?
1: Yeah.
0: Ugh, it's, vomit in my mouth.
1: Here's here's the, the thing that kills me. This opening dream sequence is super reminiscent of, like, the way the, that it's writing, or the way that it's written, sorry, is, mm-hmm. the, like, old-school movie style where he's, like are you ready to be kissed like you've never been kissed before? And it's like, that's, are we in the 1940s? Like, what's happening?
0: Yeah, like, I threw up in my mouth. Like, I actually wrote helpless female male savior barf when I first started taking (laughs) notes. And then, of course, of course, he's going to fucking play a guitar. Like
1: a guitar solo. uh, It's not even a good guitar solo.
0: No, it's not. Uh -uh. And But then, like, the Xander, you're drooling, you're drooling. Uh I cracked up so, like, uh, yeah. And then, of course, he wakes up in science class because... Of course, science is boring to Xander.
1: Well, yeah, especially and that. So they're they're in bio, and learning about an insect or some such thing. Ants, right? The teachers, yes. the te- teachers asking Buffy what she knows. Obviously, Buffy hasn't done her homework because she was outside. I can we talk about stuff. the
0: Luke Perry like oh, one of the job partners,
1: Luke Perry. Absolutely! Oh my god, hundred
0: percent with his like hair, wrinkles in his
1: forehead, and everything. Mm.
0: Yes. And Willow trying to Willow trying to give Buffy the answers from across is like the funniest thing. Also, does Buffy
1: understand? Like she says, "Touch," right? Like does Buffy not remember the five senses? Come on, Buffy. Yeah,
0: she goes with "bo" instead of "smell." Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. Like why? But.
0: Yeah. Yes. And 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 this teacher is so typically, like, the nerdy science teacher with his little lab coat. But, okay, this teacher with his, I'm going to look at slides while I talk to you. And you're immediately, like, with a dialogue supposed to be like, oh, he's such a dick because he's bringing up, you know, her fighting and her getting kicked out of school. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of turns it around and he is like... Look, like, I don't care about any of your shit. Like, you know, your past doesn't define you. You know, like, you are quick on your feet and you have answers. And yeah. I expect you to, like, do your like, homework again. Yeah, yeah. Not give, give me any excuses. Like, you're obviously smart. Do your shit. Get good grades. Like, you know, basically, Principal Flutie can kiss your ass. And, like,
1: also, it sort of disturbs me. I love him. I do love the teacher. But also, even though teachers do have access to like some permanent records, I would question um, like a teacher being like, "Oh yeah, I saw your permanent record that you burned down the gym." Like, right? But aren't I feel like privy to yeah. that information necessarily, right? But this
0: school, it feels like everybody, everybody knows, knows this about everything. her by now, so yeah. everybody just knows But here's everything. the deal. This teacher is obviously a really good teacher, right? Oh, sure. He's caring. He like you know is is you know I expect into you his
1: subject right?
0: Oh, well, I expect you to you know produce because I know you can. Mm-hmm. So obviously he's gonna fucking die. Yeah. Oh, he immediately because does. he yes
1: immediately because
0: does. he's a good teacher yep. and this school values shitty fucking teachers. Yeah. This so school, he's gonna die. Yeah. So, so and, rest in peace, really good teacher. Yeah. We barely knew you because right now while you're looking at your cute little slides, mm-hmm. you're going to die. You're going to die. Oh, so sad. Look at you right now. You're dying.
1: Also, oh, we
0: don't know who's killing you, but you're going to die. I, oh no, big weird, oh, big, yeah. weird big, big, big weird hand thing kills arm. you. Yep. Question. Mm-hmm. Um, did we have While we go through credits,
1: Projectors yeah. in high school? I don't remember slide projectors. We had like We had overhead, but I think we had graduated to some.
0: No, there were some slide projectors because when I took over the class, I taught
1: slide projectors where this big round wheel with tiny little squares. No, because they still do
0: for like little kids. They have the clicky ones that you can put up to your eyes. It's like the big person version of those, you know, those little ones. Yeah.
1: Right. What are those? Um called the little kid one no clue see no in something
0: no but um when i took over the class that my first class at the school that i teach at um one of the drawers was filled with boxes of slides ah. from the previous teacher
1: i guess it was actually
0: two teachers ago because the previous teacher was only there for a year um Can and about- did Great, I think. The
1: giant necklace the band's leader is playing. Sorry, we're um, on the next scene. Oh yeah, the- we're at the bronze, bands- of course,
0: on a school night. Right. And yeah, he's got That's a giant like, necklace no, and doing like their a
1: homework. They're going to the bronze every night.
0: And he also has, like a silver lame shirt. It's bad. But can we know? Can we talk about um Xander's weird like what up nod to the band like he knows them? Like
1: Oh, Xander's surprise is so awkward. And also, uh, it's like a the earrings, the jewelry of this guy in the band is too much for me. It's so, like, quasi-Oasis. Oh Yeah, like, I want to be
0: Oasis or Alice in Chains, yes. but I don't really know, so... But the okay. shirt is for a
1: boy band. Like, boy bands wore shiny shirts, too.
0: Yeah, well, like, he's, like, okay, if he... If you put, like, AJ from the Backstreet Boys uh, and the lead Insta-land singer of Oasis, days, by the way, and um, the lead singer of Alice in Chains all in a blender, this guy would be
1: it. Fair. All right.
0: Fair. So, yeah, this whole scene, basically, Xander's trying to be cool.
1: And then and... we walk into the gross Blaine and that other guy talking about, like, who's getting laid. Because all boys, obviously, all high school boys ever talk about is how often they get laid, who they got laid by, who they hooked up with, how many, right? Because women are objects. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and then Xander tries to, like, be cool with them by going over and, like, hugging both Buffy and Willow like they're his objects, and then, like, looking back and being like, yeah, to those two douchebags, which is gross. And then, of course, mysterious stranger Angel shows up wearing his so hot outfit of choice, white tank top and leather jacket. I can't, of course, give cryptic warnings. He's
1: so, I'm trying really hard not to be Xander Harris right now and objectify David Boreanaz, but his everything in this scene is, like, really having a serious effect on myself and my 15-year-old that lives inside me, right, 15-year-old Sarah is having, like, a meltdown right now.
0: But he's designed to in this scene, <laughs> right? Like he's he's leather jacket brooding, like white tank top, My- and then because Buffy seems cold, he takes off his leather jacket and gives it to her, uh-huh. which is meant to make teenage you swoon and show off, you know, his, his like shoulders and well, his eye even that muscle, like this early on, but whatever. Um, David, Bourne you know, has, and then gives her out
1: over the years. This is a yes, very and then gives her cryptic control. warning. Yeah. Of course, about
0: Fork Guy.
1: And leaves her with his jacket.
0: Which, of course, she's wearing the next morning with her very, very short... shortest dress on
1: the planet. Right.
0: Uh Which shows off her, you know, thigh-high boots.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Because everyone wears thigh-high boots in high school. Oh, yeah. And Giles, you know, being grumpy about the fact that California is bright and sunny and cheerful every day. Yeah,
1: also, (laughs) since I, you know, having grown up... In Southern California, I don't remember a lot of thigh high or knee high boots uh, ever being worn. We wore flip flops every every fucking day, like every fucking day, unless I mean it was I went to raining, a school with a
0: uniform, you weren't allowed to. So unless it was Ooh.
1: raining, and then maybe you wore closed toed shoes or like boots, I guess.
0: Yeah, no
1: clue. I st- I mean, I guess we had some stylish boots, but honestly, I don't remember. Oh, I, oh yeah.
0: Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So um,
1: <laughs>
0: we digress. We just uh, found we... the
1: science teacher's missing.
0: And now we get slow mo shot of of teacher or adult lady, woman. older adult woman walking slowly. And Xander staring at her. She's got her hair like blowing in the wind. Of course, she's also wearing a very, very short skirt. Yeah, and like the soundtrack while she's walking is very like hunter jungle. Like it, yeah. Yeah. It belongs in like the hyena episode. It's disgusting. There's some like and of course
1: maracas sounds and yeah. Uh And then Xander immediately falls apart. He's not capable of talking to a beautiful woman, although. On a, for On a personal level, I'm going to say that I did not find this woman particularly attractive, right? Like, her aesthetic is not my aesthetic when it comes to beauty. She does very much look like um, a bug, which may be a little foreshadowing. Who knows?
0: No, you know who she looks a lot like if we're going to talk about, like, recent people? She's giving me um, young Lady Featherstone from Bridgerton, (gasps) like, vibe. For sure,
1: yes. She does look like Lady Featherstone. That, like, real harsh, like, severe. She has, like, a severe arch in her eyebrows and, like, the huge... Mm-hmm. Lips. like
0: she looks a lot like that actress yes. like her, Polly Walker I mm-hmm. think her name is yeah just a lot like her and then we discover of course that she is the sub uh-huh uh, well, speaking of current events uh, she's the sub for their science class because um nice science teacher man whose name I totally missed is gone and she oh and she's Miss French oh, right. and Natalie she's switched French. their topic yes to a new topic, no longer about ants. They're now talking about praying mantis who are cannibals. And Buffy is, you know, not about that because they're ugly and gross. And she's all sympathetic to them because they're noble and, you know, proud and blah blah blah. All the boys in the class are and being the,
1: gross about her because she's the female, large, and, and aggressive. Inappropriately yes. dressed.
0: Mm -hmm. They're
1: they're really playing into the cougar trope right now. Big, big cougar trope vibes.
0: Right, yeah, all the guys are staring at her. we can
1: talk. And then she's talking about how female praying mantises reproduce. Because obviously that is the first thing a substitute teacher does when she or he walks into a classroom. Is just start teaching an already prepared lesson that they themselves have brought.
0: Right, and then asks people to help her make models for the science fair after school, which, of course, every all boy volunteers to do. 100% of the boys' yeah.
1: hands shoot up in the air.
0: Yep. And then we're in the cafeteria where they're all eating disgusting food. That actually is super realistic. Yeah. Yep. And then, of course, Xander is all like, Oh, you guys understand what a man like a guy would see or an older <laughs> woman would see in a younger man. Oh right. Um, you know. And then of course they're like, uh, it's disgusting. You know, because accurate. And Xander's trying to rationalize it.
1: Oh God. And of course four so man's look Perry Blaine. Of course his name is Blaine, right? Has to, like, of carbo-load his name is and, you know, load up for his being all city of, you know, fucking sporty sport.
0: No, no, he's carbo-loading because he's got his one-on-one oh, with Miss right. French after school, you know, implying that they're going to, like, get it mm-hmm. on. Gross. And Cordelia is in there, and she's got her special meal that she keeps in the thing because, of course, cafeteria food is gross. (laughs) And her comeuppance is that she's going to discover science teacher guy in the fridge where she keeps her special food. Dr.
1: Gregory! But, of course, I already go,
0: Oh, we barely knew you, Dr. Gregory, and he's missing his head. Yeah, he has no
1: head. Just his body. Yeah. And so...
0: And, of course, they're all traumatized because...
1: And so we're going to, and now we're in the library, right? Because now we have our mysterious monster of the week, right?
0: That's right. And poor Giles is being sympathetic by just giving them glasses yeah. of water.
1: And yeah. uh, so now they have a problem to solve, right? Because, and Buffy's especially traumatized because he's the only teacher who didn't think she was a felon, according to Willow. Right. And so now they're going to break it down.
0: Buffy's crying. Yeah. Oh, and we forgot to mention that when we walked into class, right? Buffy was like, "Oh, look here, are Doctor Gregory's glasses." But she like, why would he not pick them up? But failed to mention the fact that there was a giant fucking crack oh, yeah. in them.
1: The glasses like, are shattered. She comments
0: on the fact. That, yeah, but she comments on the fact that they were on the floor, but not that they were like cracked to crack. Yeah. Lord. Oh, and then we're also mentioning, you know, that we are looking into Fork Guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and Giles has been looking up the master. And there's a guy who got his hand cut mm-hmm. off. And some homeless guy who was ripped to shreds. Oh, right. Which could be the work of our Forky guy.
1: Because Angel had the cut on his arm from, and he warned Buffy about guy. Right, from,
0: well, no, he warned Buffy about somebody who's coming. Buffy said fork oh, guy. Oh, right. Angel, of course, being super crazy. Angel would never say fork. Just to, Just said like he's coming, you won't be able to stop him or like something Mm like that. Angel Hmm.
1: likes to be cryptic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can be of no help whatsoever. Except if you're cold, I'll give you his jacket.
1: And so and so so of course Buffy, this is gonna come like a is like a pattern, right? Where Giles is, is like wrong. Or he goes for, you know, the obvious answer and Buffy's like, no, I argue with you. I think it's something else. And then she goes off on her own. And sometimes Buffy's right and sometimes she's not so right. But usually, like, that becomes a big theme in Buffy down the line where she and Giles disagree about something because her slayer instincts are tingling and she senses it's something else. Sometimes there's two monsters.
0: And in this case, there's going to be two monsters. But, you know, it's always a good idea to hop a fence and go wandering around by yourself. Well, if you're the slayer, it's fine. Well, I, you know, in the, the park where some guy has been shredded right. to bits, you know, two nights prior. Spoiler um, terrible.
1: She runs into a homeless man. She definitely, I'm digging this ponytail look on her, actually. Yeah. It's a cute, it's a it's good look. It's much better look. than the, the big hair the look. the big hair look I'm not about. So now she's checking. Or that one that she
0: was wearing in science class where she had like the Mm -hmm. poof and then the bang. Sunnydale does
1: not seem like. Sunnydale's already varying in size, right? In the first episode, we've talked about like Cordelia tells Buffy the good side of town and the bad side of town are right next to each other because the town is so small. But this town is obviously large enough to have an extremely big park. That has homeless people, and in don't it. forget
0: the college that we discover yep. in like <laughs> season four.
1: Well, maybe in yeah. season four the town has grown, but it's only been four enough
0: episodes. to produce a college no. overnight. <laughs> like no,
1: but I will say, well, I mean, like Santa Cruz, right, has a college, and it's kind of a, I mean, it's not a huge city, but it's you know a little bit more small town vibesy, right? But like Buffy. Sunnydale is I have no idea how big Sunnydale is. I always assumed Sunnydale was like Santa Barbara size, right? But Santa Barbara's yeah. big. Like yeah. it's not a sm- I live in a small town, okay? That's a small yeah, town. Yeah, you do. We do not have a university here. We do not have no. a well, actually we do have a giant park, but there aren't homeless people in it. There's deer in it and sometimes bald eagles.
0: Um, okay, so Buffy just found fork guy who really is just a vampire with like a wolverine claw uh-huh. attachment, and then she jumped over the fence and saw a chick carrying right, like fork guy scared it. away the vampire, yeah, um, but she turned around, looked at the vampire, and the vampire, like legit reared back like a scared cat and ran away into the sewers, and it turns out that the person that's scared by the vampire was our lovely, Ms. question mark, substitute Miss French.
1: So, obviously Miss yeah. French, something's going on. Is a
0: shady, shady lady. Yeah. Um, no, but I think Santa, Santa is probably, like, Santa Cruzy size, where I lived, so I would buy that. But, remember, not only does it have, like, this park, it also has, like, a makeout point, as we discover when we get to, like, season three-ish. Oh, right. Um, because the park, they have, like, woods big enough for werewolves to run through, and there'd be a make point. So True. I don't know. This town is weird. Yeah. Yeah, so Buffy is telling Giles all about how the vampire ran away Ew. scared from Miss French. And
1: her Miss Well-Proportions.
0: Which, yeah, that's disgusting, and, like, way to comment on her figure and seem real, real catty yeah. there, Buff.
1: Buffy's got the, um, do you remember those headbands too? The headbands that were like accordion style and sharp and constantly poked you in the head. But they created that like forked look, the one she's wearing right now.
0: Yeah, those are actually really good for girls with curly hair. They keep your hair in well. Um, She's also wearing her like mustard color pants with like white crop top, which seems like it really shouldn't work, but it's actually kind of cute outfit. Right now, she's trying to, you know, talk to Principal Flutie about the fact that her sub is really sus. Principal Flutie
1: is quite
0: uh, disgusting he's and weird, like and
1: I'm gonna say he is quite the nebbish. Excuse and he will become even more than nebbish. He will become even more the nebbish, he more the nebbish you, in about a that. couple episodes because he's an unfortunate man and has.
0: I mean, his talk just in like involved laxatives like what is he's weird it's strange he was yeah oh and then cordelia's in talking about how you know she's so traumatized because she saw the dr gregory and she's lost like seven ounces oh and it totally helps her diet and oh my god. And we should like kill a teacher every day so she can lose weight, but you know, you have to look on the bright side and oh my god, could she get any more vapid and shallow and self-centered? Oh
1: yeah, and, and Buffy's over here. Also this.
0: your TV's roll out. My TV? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. hmm I can barely hear my TV. Like I could quote it
0: through <laughs> your TV. <laughs> I was listening to yours, and not mine. Oh. Um all right, and the teacher is, you know, like hovering over everybody's shoulder in class in a way that, as a teacher, if I did that, I'd get fired. By hovering over your shoulder and then placing my hand gently on your shoulder, like that's gross and creeps me out. Ugh.
1: Oh, and this is <laughs> when Buffy discovers something even more terrifying: the the three the one eighty head turn
0: is so it's such, such, such bad, CGI, bad CGI, but reveals yes that Miss French is. Um, Terrible because when Buffy peers Uh in the door, she turns her head all the way around to look at Buffy. Buffy While while still, Mm -hmm. yes, while still putting her hand gently and caringly on Xander's shoulder,
1: I am vibing on the uh, green look that they're giving Miss French, though. Right, as like a Mm -hmm. like all the foreshadowing, right about Miss French being a freaky freaky monster. Like her color, the color yeah. tone that the they're getting her wardrobe. Polish, yeah. The eyeshadow. It's all very like green, you know. I love it. I'm digging that.
0: Oh, yeah. Wardrobe is on point this episode. Oh, God. Except for Buffy's weird, like that 90s uh, tank top with collar look mm-hmm. that was really big.
1: Oh. <sighs>
0: All right, and then of course Xander's come in because he's, he's still so, trying to.
1: He's so gross. Like it's. What about so, Miss French? It, it, this scene makes me so uncomfortable. It's, it's yeah. like I, I cannot handle television when they make teacher-student relationships like a thing. It's a serious problem in this country, and. I get. I mean, as we know now,
0: right? With the news, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact that he has his little like, "Oh, I'm such a badass!" like guitar riff, mm-hmm. like daydream in the middle of her talking to him, like, "Oh, we can work on this later." Like, ugh. he's like, "A, Xander, you're gross. B, Miss French. We know that. Like, you're probably thinking you're gonna kill Xander because you're obviously mm-hmm. bad." But, like, it's just nasty. No, also, her lunch right now watch. is crickets on bread sandwich that she is gonna eat.
1: Yeah, she opened it. So, a we know that she's
0: definitely. I love that the Tupperware yeah, is also so just gross. labeled food. <laughs> well, I think because if she labeled it like nummy, nummy crickets from a belly, people would be well, a but little bit sure, My other question
1: Why is your lunch Tupperware labeled? You are about to eat it, you know it's food. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, maybe she had to keep it in, like, the teacher's cafeteria, you know, so her crickets wouldn't be, like, Mm chirpy-chirpy in the classroom. And she anybody else to be, like, oh, what's this strange Tupperware, and open it, and then be, like, what the fuck are crickets doing in, like, the teacher's, you know, fridge. (laughs) All right, so Buffy and Giles trying to figure out what is up with Miss French, the 180 head turning, totally suspicious substitute teacher. My favorite Um, one, And they have a... they're figuring out that she's a shapeshifter Favorite of some kind.
1: like breaking it down. She's like, one, you know, she's got this thing going on, whatever. And she's like, and three, her wardrobe screams predator. And I'm like, yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> it because does. teachers who go after students are predators. It doesn't matter if they're male or they're 100%. female. Let's shout it for the people in the back. Teacher-student relationship right. is... Predatory. That is a sexual predator. Oh my God. Ugh.
0: That's right. All right. So we discovered that Blaine, aka poor man's Luke Perry, um, never came home. His mom called the school and he would remember he had his one on one with Miss French yesterday that he was carbo loading mm-hmm. from. Yep. And so, and of course, Xander has his one on one with Miss French after school today. So Willow was like, oh, no, he's got a date with a
1: bug lady. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Willow's going to um, hack into the school's computer system. Hack the coroner. She's going to use the school's Mm -hmm. computer system to hack into the coroner's office because that's the shit Willow can do.
0: Right. To look up Mr. Dr. Gregory's autopsy and Buffy races off to find Xander and break the news, of course, that um, Miss French is not Mm -hmm. human. And she's really a big bug, and of course Xander, because he is oh such god. a fucking douche, um, decides that Buffy is just jealous. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's he's a chemical met thing somebody. they got. Oh my god, you
1: met funny. a substitute teacher. Your teacher, Ugh. I.
0: I love it. You just can't believe that an actual woman finds me attractive. You're such a douchebag, Xander. He's so... And then, of course, he, like, takes the chance to, like, rip on Angel because, you know, what kind of douche name is Angel? Now I'm going to go off and be all manly. um, Yeah.
1: It's funny. Xander walks a weird line sometimes on this show between, like, being a, a... not homophobic and then super homophobic, right? Because in the beginning of the episode, he says uh, Angel's a very attractive man. And he says it super nonchalantly, right? In a way that I don't think was very normal in the 90s anyway. Um, But it just like, oh Lord. And now Xander is at her house and she is pouring martinis in the tiniest black dress that has ever existed galore I cannot handle this episode. I am so angry.
0: <laughs> I know, and like she what? poured martinis for them.
1: First of all, first of all, not even this happened on the bed. Th- do we have a guest? Do we have a guest speaker?
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, so she's he's she's wearing full- little dress, no he's t- got martinis
1: wants to drink a dirty martini. Like,
0: no one. Right. Also, never go to your teacher's house at mm. night. Like, uh, oh, have you ever been with uh, a woman before? It's
1: oh, so this gross.
0: Hole is just gross. She's
1: like, uh, it, it's... <laughs> Although it's all say, so bad. I do like the line, you mean, like, in the same room? <laughs> in, the, in the
0: same room. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah. So yeah, teachers actively seducing student. Very gross. Super right.
0: Magical. Caressing his Ew. hair. Ew. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, like the fact that she's actually just trying to, like, you know, eat him, like, so that she can, you know, lay yeah. her eggs, because she's actually a giant bug monster. Bug monster. Ray um. Is the only thing that makes this not completely, like, 100% vomit-inducing, but it's awful and gross. And, oh, and then he, like, she takes his hand and he flashes back to his, like, Buffy dream.
1: Yes. And now he's... Uh,
0: Yeah. He's like, I love Buffy. Because he's just a horny loser. And we're supposed to believe that he, like, got drunk off of, like, one
1: of, like, martini. <laughs> Doesn't she drug him? I thought the martini was drugged. Although I wouldn't, I'm not i am not Well, lie. she's using her, because um... martini. I, I get wasted off one dirty martini and I'm a grown-up. Um, Well,
0: that's the thing that she's using her, yeah. like, chemical, yeah, she has, like, she drugged the martini, she's got her chemical, like, pheromones that she's giving off, and now she's, like, and fully bugged out Xander and dragging Xander, Xander away.
1: By giant praying mantis hands. Because... When you go right. to your predator teacher's house at night, terrible things happen.
0: Especially after the Slayer just warned you that she's mm-hmm. a giant bug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get, Xander, for not fucking listening to the Slayer. You get to wake up in a weird dungeon thing yeah, on some hay on the floor the behind of bars. Of the that
1: Xander wakes up
0: I guess. To make him comfortable because he's now like hey. the animal in the cage. Hey, yeah. Like
1: the hay is just like an added touch. Oh, and there's a gigantic praying mantis making an egg sack.
0: <laughs> right. And I like that even after she like legit like drugged him, tried to fake tried to seduce him, drugged him, turned into giant praying mantis, he still called her mm-hmm. Miss French. You know. I'd be like, yeah. "You bug bitch! Why am I in this cage?" And he's like, "Miss French," and yeah. she's like, "Call me Madeline. So, and Giles is
1: desperately crying. And now,
0: yeah, Willow and Buffy are looking up pictures of how praying mantis praying mantises feed, and Willow goes, "Oh, I like Xander's head. It's where you find his eyes." Because and his Willow smile. is secretly in Which love with Xander. Like,
1: or with Xander. Sense.
0: Yeah. Yes, because she's got that puppy love thing where, you know, they've Mm -hmm. been little besties for, like, ever. And we discover that fake Luke Perry is not dead. He's also in a little Mm -hmm. cage down in Bug Lady's lair.
1: She's collecting. But wait, the best part is we now discover that Blaine is also a virgin, right? Because she said Uh in a scene before that she like needs virgins adding an extra layer of grossness because can we please just talk about how virginity is a fucking construct and doesn't exist and isn't a thing and your virtue or your value as a human being is not dependent upon how many people if any you have fucked in your life okay i just needed to get that out there boys and girls teenagers Mm -hmm. adults Across America and the world, your value does not lie in how many people you have boned. Or if you haven't boned any people, it doesn't matter. The number of people you bone is entirely up to you and does not determine your worth. And I just needed to say that because there's a lot of 90s television that focuses, and television today that focuses on this fucking trope of like virginity being the value of something. Ugh.
0: Hi, every horror movie. Yep. The Virgin's the one who makes it. Um <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So we discover that um mantis Lady killed somebody else in front of Blaine, so he knows how it all goes down. And it's horrific. Right. Um oh, no, yeah. she has this whole like mating thing, squirts Ew. a fuck ton of eggs, yep, yeah, and then afterwards Gross. bites their heads off. Right? Oh. So she like fucks them, yeah, squirts mm-hmm. eggs and then yeah, murders them. Um, one of Giles's contacts basically translated the whole thing about the she huh? who turns into a pretty pretty lady, lures, of course, the innocent innocent virgins back to her nest
1: Leg where eggs. she can
0: propagate, <clears throat> and then um, murder, and then virgins! of course they're like virgins. virgins! Fuck, Xander's in trouble. <laughs> But of course, they, they hear the keyword virgin and they're like, oh shit, yeah. Xander's in trouble. And then... I love um, how Buffy assumes that The way Zander to kill her is, is to cleave... No, no, they, she assumes she is, like, right? Because they Buffy's hear like, virgin.
1: But Xander, so Xander's probably fine then because, I mean, he can't... And Willow's like, oh, he's gonna die because Willow knows Xander's a virgin. Oh yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> yes. And then... Um, Giles tells them that the best way is to like basically hack off the body parts, and then Willow phones Xander's house, and they're like, "Oh, he's not there. He went to his house to work on a project." And then they need um, <laughs> bat sonar to. Oh right,
1: bat sonar um, makes freak mentis out the praying
0: mantis because that's yes, right. because it's one of their predators. So they send him off to get. To the vid lab to get some praying mantis or to get some bat noises
1: oh and now xander's gonna xander somehow manages to pry a bar loose from the cage yeah uh bling oh and here comes praying mantis miss french she's (laughs) on her way Mm -hmm. very they have her. They find her address. Jamie right? of course, finds the address.
0: Willow finds her address because
1: of the hacking that she's capable of doing.
0: And they find right. out that she's like ninety. Right. Oh, and Blaine. They're back in the thing. Blaine manages to sneak through the one yeah. bar that Xander poured out into Xander's cage, so they can cuddle yeah. together like you know frightened mm-hmm. little children.
1: Oh, my God. This episode is nonsense. Giles' car. This, is, this, a, this is the first in. iteration of Giles' car. He has that old... I don't even know it what is. kind
0: of car that is. Oh, uh, a British, British car. I don't know. It's just some kind of car. Yeah. And we get to Miss French's house and discover that Miss French is this adorable 90-year-old woman. Um, definitely not our she mantis. She looks uh-huh. like your also, great-grandma and her little adorable sweater. Or she could be the Wicked Witch that lures you to your, you know, candy house and then throws you in the oven. Um, But definitely the wrong address. Yeah. That we now need to find (laughs) where the fake Miss French is. Yeah.
1: Because as it turns out, Miss French is a real person, but not a hot, sexy substitute teacher that turns into a praying mantis. Also... I no. feel like I've seen that act. They use Buffy loves to recycle actors, right? We all know this. Uh, well, die, mm-hmm. die hard fans know this. Um, Where like they come back as different villains. And I could swear that that little old lady that played the real life 90 year old Miss French is used in another episode of Buffy. But I'm now Yes,
0: I feel like. Yes. But I feel like it's also, she also looks like the model for um, a character in Spongebob, too.
1: Xander, oh, Xander offers himself up in order to attempt to escape. Makes it all the way almost up the stairs before she trips Mm -hmm. him.
0: Of course. And then um, Buffy and Willow and Giles trying to figure out where Miss French could be. And she has the idea to, she saw, remember, she saw her walking with groceries and she's gonna go find um Fork guy.
1: All right. This is because this is
0: how he he Buffy ran uses, from her.
1: This is like the first instance of Buffy using one villain. The like uh the yeah against the another against villain. Against another villain and the the um what is it, the misdirection, right? There's they do a lot of mm-hmm. misdirection of villains in this show.
0: All right. Oh, and we discover that Xander actually paid attention a little bit in mm-hmm. science class when he remembers about, um Miss French telling him exactly what mm-hmm. she's gonna do to him as she was sauntering around class reading it. And Buffy finds Porky and forces oh, him to yes. wander the streets. She uses until, him as a until he forcibly like to runs,
1: find Mantis lady.
0: Right. No, more like a pendulum. Yeah. She's like swinging yeah, him around the neighborhood until he like refuses stone. to walk past a house. Also, yeah. and then she uses like,
1: ropes to tie up a vampire, which we all know doesn't work, right?
0: Isn't really effective. And then she stakes him with a fence,
1: but like. But, like, why would you use ropes to tie up not only a vampire, but a vampire who literally has wolverine claws? Right? Right?
0: I know. I feel like he could have just been, like, subtly, like, sawing through Mm -hmm. that the whole time. Oh. Yeah. But just in time, Willow gets through the window. Just in time. They use bug spray. Yeah, Yeah, they use bug spray to spray Amanda's eyes to distract her for a minute so they can get Xander and Willow um sorry Xander and Blaine out of the way so that they can um can chop Buffy up. can take on She-Mantis right away. Um, and we learned that Giles sucks at AV and you shouldn't trust him to be in charge of playing oh, the tapes. Yeah. I know. Because I love He played the wrong yep. side of the bat our tape. tape.
1: Buffy gets a good mm-hmm. quip in about like uh why you should do your homework, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Xander attempts to be all cool like he dream. did in his um dream at the beginning and gets his ass kicked. Xander
1: gets thrown across so many rooms. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, he really should have like a massive yeah. traumatic brain injury by Xander the way. Xander has the a or like Every seven.
1: Every episode.
0: Ooh, we get our final battle done entirely in shadow so we don't have to CGI and or mm-hmm. pay for special effects. Oh, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Um, and then all we get is Buffy wiping off her blade to show that she has indeed hacked all of the limbs yep. off of she She wiped it on
1: her pants? Ew, That's Buffy. actually pretty
0: smart. She did wipe it on her pants.
1: Also, Does Joyce, like, like Joyce, Buffy brings this up later. But, like, Joyce washes Buffy's clothes. Does she not question why Buffy constantly has bug juice or slime or whatever the fuck thing?
0: Blood, like, all over her shit. Yeah. Or, like, how many bandages they go through in their house, ace and or otherwise. Yeah. Oh, and then here Blaine is like, whoa, buddy, I'm not a virgin. Like, you know, don't try to, like, you know, claim that I still have my V-card. Fucking douche. You say that I'm a virgin oh, yeah. anywhere, I'm huh? going to sue you. Ugh. Let's the everybody worst.
1: out the virgin boys. Because as we all know, the worst possible thing to be as a 16-year-old boy is a fucking virgin. Oh, my God. I hate this society. Fuck the patriarchy.
0: Right. Yeah, the fact that he's like, I'm going to sue you. Oh, I'm going to sue you if you say that about me. And then Xander's going to take out his rage by smashing all of the eggs. And then they're going to party yep. like it's 1997 mm-hmm. at the bronze. Probably again, honestly. Xander story. hacks
1: up all the eggs and now they're partying at the bronze. Because that is always how we end an episode. Oh, look, I'm... We, just either, we either party at the bronze or we wrap yeah. it up in the library. And oh my God, the hottest man in the world is back. Hold on.
0: Oh, um, and look, Buffy's still wearing broken. his jacket.
1: And he has a and new really jacket. big rings,
0: you know those, those plastic rings. Well, yeah, he needs a jacket. I mean, he only wears tank tops or like little tiny shirts, like he needs to keep warm. I mean, I guess I don't know if vampires get cold.
1: Uh, his face, he's so beautiful. I just I don't he's oh. Uh, I can't
0: Uh, you can keep my jacket. it looks better on you. I'm going to look at you as I walk away because I'm so mysterious.
1: He's, I mean, and this is, you know, truly, how do you not fall in love right then and there? She's in love. Yep. And then Buffy's like, oh boy. Obviously and now we're back to another boring white guy to teach science because those are the only people who can teach science effectively. If a hot woman is teaching science, obviously she's a murderous mantis woman. I would just like to point that out. And Buffy is sad because her favorite teacher is dead, and
0: and look, but his Uh glasses are still there, and she still doesn't comment on the fact there's a giant crack in them. Although she
1: probably is, but she's going to keep
0: them to remember the
1: crack is because he was killed by Mantis Um. Lady.
0: I like that she puts his glasses in his coat, which is still in the closet, and. (gasps) Oh no! We discover that there's giant They're praying mantis bug few. eggs in the science lab, and one is uh-oh opening up.
1: This will never be addressed again. <laughs> and that's obviously our episode. Survive because they they never have another episode with a giant bug person.
0: Or I mean, or it does. And it just gets the fuck out of Sunnydale. Oh my because,
1: god! You
0: know it didn't. It didn't end well no, for the didn't. first pregnant lady. It did not lady. end well
1: for her, but yeah. No. So that is Teacher's Pet, um, an episode that makes me quite angry in parts.
0: Yes, but luckily the next episode is much better, and so mm-hmm. you keep watching because it, does. <laughs> it gets Certainly better from there.
1: Season one of Buffy is uh, it, it was it was making its way into into the world, right? It was right. it was peak. It, it peaks in like a uh, a few more seasons.
0: Season season two three. is oh, what. Well, season two amazing. is solid because we get Spike and Drusilla. Oh, we stuff. get we get a lot of good stuff in season yeah, two for sure. And I really like Spike up until yeah. you know he gets. To be I mean Spike,
1: yeah, super Spike problematic
0: is, in season workplace. six. And then he redeems himself yep. again in season seven for a little bit. And then he needs to turn to puppets. We talked about it turn to puppets. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite fucking thing. That episode of Angel is the, puppet episode. the best thing ever.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it. It's the pretty puppet episode
0: Because it combines my favorite thing. Angel, which is an excellent <laughs> show, mm-hmm. and fucking puppets. Although
1: I will say that so uh, I've thing. been watching Angel 2 recently. Um, and we'll we'll get to it eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I would uh, expect nothing left for you. They,
1: the writing in angel regarding the um, developmentally and mentally disabled people and the use of the R word is super prevalent.
0: Is problematic. As I have counted fuck. like
1: every single time somebody says the R word, I'm like, uh, again, no. But I was, who was I talking to you about this? And it was just so. I mean, I don't think even I had an awareness in the '90s that I that I do now, right? About how damaging that word is. It was, you know, it was this like slang. But yeah. now I can barely just. It's so cringy every single time. Yeah.
0: Oh no, it's bad. We love, we grow, we live, and that's, we learn. I think that's the problem with a lot of things. That looking, looking mm. at stuff that was made. In different eras and mm-hmm. viewing it through like a now lens, like Greece, yeah, which I, I never, never liked. Greece in right?
1: junior high and being like, um, something's wrong here. D- okay,
0: yeah, I never liked Greece mostly because I always felt like she was being a little bitch um, for like deciding yes, that she needed to graduated. change who she was. um Because I always of liked course. Rizzo better. Because she was just yeah. like, I'm me, fuck you all. I'm going to get laid um, as
1: much as I want. And
0: I like, which is why I love, yeah, which is why I love Grease 2. And I say Grease 1 can go fuck itself. Because in Grease 2, Michelle Pfeiffer is a strong, badass chick. So and, you know, like, I still don't, I still don't like the, I, it totally is. But, like, I like the way the women are portrayed so much better in that one. Um and even as a little kid, like, I'm all about Michelle Pfeiffer and Cool Rider. Also, <laughs> it's much better than I'm about, we, like...
1: This, I mean, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer is...
0: But definite. I object to the fact that the guy forces himself yeah. to, like, change to get change the girl, to get too. Like, no one should to have like to change you. to get somebody else. But I will else. say,
1: like, when it comes down to, like, yeah. my aesthetic, like I said, Miss French is not my aesthetic, but I could stare at the beauty of Michelle Pfeiffer all day long. That woman is stunning. She is a goddess, and... More importantly, she's an extremely fucking talented actress and a master of her craft. So, mm-hmm.
0: and her and fucking biker leather shit from like Grease, Grease, Grease is just two so cringy. It makes me is, so I'm
1: so embarrassed for everybody in that movie all the time. So she, she looks she lovely does. the entire fucking time. Super embarrassing. <laughs> yeah.
0: And also, uh, sexy <laughs> sexy Rexy from Empire <laughs> Records looks is like at the height of his Rex like adorableness. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm yes man so I'm like young little me was all about Mm -hmm. uh sexy rexy and and the number of times I've watched you know I was little
1: speaking of 90s oh I can quote the movie. 90s live Tyler's whole that like pleated miniskirt the plaid pleated miniskirt and the short cropped tops. And the
0: little gray sweater cropped tops.
1: The most 90s outfit that has ever existed. Buffy wears them basically in every episode. Just mini skirts and crop tops. uh mini- oh, the most 90s thing ever.
0: Yeah. I think quote Empire Records like mm. by heart, like that entire movie. I also celebrate Rex Manning Day by watching mm-hmm. Empire Records every year. No shit. Oh. Um, Baby Renee nice Zellweger. But yeah. So it's like.
1: In her first, like, sing, yeah.
0: like, she sings in that movie. She, yeah. She does. The end, for sure. But, yeah, but, like, viewing anything, like, you know, back then, now, you know, just, like, you have to, you can, like, recognize the problems, but, like, also recognize that... People
1: didn't... No. They didn't know. People didn't,
0: didn't see, see, like, Greece, did, yeah. right? Like, it
1: was depicting an area where none of that shit
0: was, a, right. like, viewed as a problem or seen... Has issues, but you know, recognize that all of that right. shit is it was problematic. A problem and if you know, people who you're watching it with like, that. yeah, yeah, if you're watching it with your children, point out, like, hey, you don't ever have to change for a fucking man. And if you know, some guy is like, trying to like make you do it on the beach yeah, be like no bitch not. step the fuck off." her first it's response
1: okay. was correct mm-hmm. Like Sandy and Grease her first response was right like yes, slap him say no absolutely not you know and that's yeah I oh so many problematic things
0: and you don't have to be lousy with virginity mm-hmm. do whatever
1: the fuck you want to and because virginity because, hey. mm-hmm. is a construct and it means nothing yeah and like that's what the that's what the theme of this episode is virginity is a construct and it means nothing and if you're hyper obsessed with who's a virgin and who isn't you might just get your head bitten off by a mantis lady so get over it and stop worrying about who's fucking who and that goes for everybody
0: Oh my God. But the idea of virginity gives us awesome lines like in Clue where she goes, you're a virgin yes, who yeah, can't drive. That is a, Which, hilarious
1: line in Clueless, yes. But... It's
0: still an excellent line.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> nope. But again, yeah. does not define her worth that she is A, a virgin, and B. It does define
1: drive. her worth as a driver because she can't yeah. drive.
0: She's not a yes. good driver. She is a really and shitty she driver.
1: practice. No.
0: But that's okay, because now we have Uber and Lyft, and you don't, you don't have to you ever be able to drive.
1: It's, it's a useful skill. I mean,
0: public Absolutely. transit is a valuable, like, wonderful thing. Or those little scooters you can rent, mm-hmm. you know, if you have funding, whatever. All right, well, so I that actually, was Teacher's Pet. Again, what? The, again, yes. Yeah. Awful. Uh, let's call this episode She Who Must Be the Mantis <laughs> <laughs> instead. Um, as yeah. opposed to He Who Must Not Be Named. Yep. He Who Must Be the Mantis. And um, <laughs> come back for our bonus episode where we break down some other issues with this episode and connect it to some other shit. Um, and then next week we'll be back where we talk about episode 5 which oh, so much. we enjoy much more than this episode why you so the much better.
1: On the first date.
0: <laughs> um, or in right. general, because murder is bad and that's we like not problem. going to prison. Yes. Uh, feel free yeah. to kill anybody in your brain, inside your mind, because that's okay and your thoughts are Don't your own. But again, acting right. on those thoughts... Yes, oh, no. it's never a good idea. All right mm-hmm. That's our yeah. public service announcement number two. So until then, um, yeah, team back in, this tell your up. friends, you know check us out on Instagram at She Save the World lot Pod. if you have any ideas of stuff we should talk about or people that um, we should talk about in our biography section, you can send us an email at She Save the World lot podcast at gmail.com. And until next yep. time, save,
1: do do something to save the world. Stay don't uh, and don't worry about virginity. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. Bye.